Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. With me, Sean Phelan. On this week's episode, I chat to Barnes RFC's Zainab Almir on getting into rugby, diversity in rugby, as well as the countless amazing projects she's involved with. But first, you must have seen it by now, Canterbury have launched the 2021 British and Irish Lions Pro Tour shirt, and it's a cracker. I love the lion detailing on the shoulders and the arms, and it is available to buy along with the brand new training and leisure wear range from our friends of the show, Rugby Store, and get 10% off when you're purchasing anything at Rugby Store, including the new British and Irish Lions range. Just visit rugbystore.co.uk and enter the promo code FYBPOD at the checkout. That's rugbystore.co.uk and use the promo code FYBPOD for 10% off. Now, let's get to my great conversation with Zainab Almir. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's uh, Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable. Uh, my name's Sean Phelan. You've seen us now for the last sort of 17 weeks or so. We talk about the the ins and outs of grassroots rugby and uh, some things that are very special. And uh, I couldn't think of a better guest guest today to 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 talk to. Uh, so Z Alma, um, I can see she's wearing a Barnes RFC rugby uh, rugby top. Yes. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm all right, thank you, Sean. How are you? I, I'm I'm good, thank you. Thank you for uh, for joining us. Um, My pleasure. So uh, we're going to just have a chat about life and rugby and uh, everything that sort of goes with it. And uh, thank you for joining us. And yeah, so um, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how did you get involved in rugby? Who do you play for? Who have you played for? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my name is Zainab Alima. Um, people call me Z um, for short. Some people call me the bulldozer, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> I look forward to <laughs> finding out why. Um, yeah, so I like to sort of introduce myself as um, neonatal nurse by profession and a rugby player by passion. Wow. Um, I for Barnes RFC. So I'm repping bonds like hardcore <laughs> i even got a matching headscarf and everything um, <laughs> yeah so i play for bonds rfc um i'll take you back to the beginning so yeah, the please. first time i put my hands on a rugby ball was at school and it was a pe session my pt just said right girls we're gonna play rugby today and everyone was a bit like um okay and i was like yes come bring it on <laughs> so we had a um a pee session and it was just amazing i absolutely loved it like just running with ball in hand falling on the floor everything that rugby entails i absolutely just threw myself i absolutely enjoyed it and but my peers were really not with it like didn't want to fall on the floor didn't want to get dirty i'm like this is great come on <laughs> what's wrong with you um so that was my first introduction to rugby that was actually in year nine i believe year nine yeah what, what year are we talking um, here um God, not too long ago if i'm a little loud but <laughs> i think it was like 2007 or something like that okay something. yeah 
Um, I'm 27 now, so yeah, I could probably do the maths. I'm, I'm rubbish at maths. But um, yeah, so that's my first introduction to rugby. And then come A-level now, I love sports in general. I used to be on the rounders team. I used to love athletics, particularly like the relay. I used to love um, basketball. Um, netball, I could never really get my head around, if I'm honest, because I like physical like contact games. I remember one time the PE teacher said, "Oh, we've got a girl off sick, Zainab. Can you, you know, fill in for her?" And I was literally fouling left, right, and centre. I was barging into people. I was running with the board. They're like, "You can't do that." I'm like, "Sorry, like I don't know how not to," you know. Um, so yeah, I was really sort of sporty growing up, and yeah. So my second, my proper introduction to rugby, I'd say, started from A level. So. Um, I did PA level, absolutely loved PE, as I mentioned, and my PE teacher said, okay, what sport do you want to do? I said, do you know what, let me try rugby, because I remember back in year nine, you know, I enjoyed it so much, let's, let's, let me do that. So she's like, fine. She went out of her way to speak to the head teacher at the time and said, listen, I've got a student called Zainab, she's doing, you know, the course, and um, I want to get her into a rugby club. And yeah, so she went out of her way, they got me a four years membership at Elin Childfinders. Wow. That was my first ever club, and uh, I've never looked back since then. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a journey since then. <laughs> and uh, so after Ealing, uh, I played for one season because I was 17, played up until 18. Then the senior team, I think, at Ealing folded over, so I couldn't even stay if I wanted to. But I went to university, and that was the University of Hertfordshire. Um, and yes, yeah, so I played with them for, for my whole of my degree. So I did children's nursing. I did three years, uh, played with them. Um, after I left university, I was just missing, like rugby was just, like I played for three years. I became a proper adult working as a nurse. <laughs> All the stresses that come with, you know, I've been an adult and, and, you know, with my career now, I missed rugby. I absolutely missed us. So I have to get back into rugby. So at the time I was living in East London. So, um, I just typed into Google, you know, nearest rugby club and Millwall came up. So I joined Millwall. I played with them for about four seasons in and out. Cause I was having, I had like three kids, two, two of my kids were born like whilst I was at Millwall. So I would be on the season off again, on the season off again. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and then now currently I play for Barnes. So I moved over from East London to West London, and yeah, Barnes is my local club, and uh, I'm at Barnes now. Absolutely love it here. Only down yeah. the road from us. We're not too far from there either. Um, and I work in Wimbledon, so even closer. Yeah. Uh, it's great. Sounds like you've uh, you've had a real sort of rugby journey. Uh, but the real reason we're sort of here is to talk about diversity in rugby and uh, race and everything like that. Um, so how uh, how do I put this sort of sensitively, I guess, or not sensitively, I don't know. Forgive me. Uh, how is it being a, a Muslim woman playing rugby? How, how did your parents feel? How do uh, other people feel? Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, if you could sort yeah. of I don't so, know. yeah so it was a bit there was quite a few challenges for honest initially so I told my parents um I think when I started to just before I joined um Ealing I said to my dad I sat him down I was like look dad I really enjoy rugby I really love it and um I want to sort of like just stick at it I'm joining a club at Ealing and uh, I'm going to see how it goes and he was like um 
rugby is a man's sport. He said to me, rugby is a man's sport. Um, rugby is elitist. And he just couldn't understand why I wanted to play rugby. He was just like, why didn't you play like tennis or something? <laughs> he was thinking of Serena Williams when he, he said that she played tennis, just because, you know, you know, the relation to her being black. But um, tennis was never really my thing, if I'm honest. But I said, no, I want to do rugby. He never said no. He never discouraged me, but he just couldn't get his head around why I wanted to play rugby. And um my mum was sort of like, she didn't want me to get injured because she knew that um, rugby was a physical sport. And uh, she didn't, you know, she was more of like, oh, I, I don't know if it's that safe, but they never, any of them, none of them actually said no. So I just continued. Um, so from, from the parents' perspective, they weren't too keen, but they didn't say no. So I still pursued. Um, in terms of like the wider community, like people in general, I use that as my wild card. If I'm going for interviews and I tell them I play rugby, get the job. Yeah. Like I use that as, yeah, because it, it's sort of like a wow factor because people don't really expect, obviously because of stereotypes and stuff, they don't expect sure. me to be a rugby player and stuff. And um, anytime I'm at an interview, like even when I went to my interview to work as a nurse, I threw that in there and they're like, wow, you play rugby? I'm like, yeah, you know. <laughs> so we get the conversation going. Um, hopefully get a few extra bandy points because of, of an element of surprise. But yeah, I, I love telling people that I play rugby and I'm very um, present on my social media about the fact that I play rugby yeah, and, uh, and everything like that. So I think it's been positive. Yeah, everyone's really like curious and intrigued and generally just want to know like, you know, how you know what's in my journey and always asking questions which is just fine by me yeah uh, and knowing uh, a little bit about the uh, islamic religion how uh, do you have to adapt whether you're uh, you're wearing your uh, scarf or uh, how, how do you adapt to playing rugby because you'd have to you, know, you can't yeah. wear necessarily a pair of rugby shorts per se i guess yeah so i think in the beginning I was really finding it hard to navigate myself within the rugby community in terms of like playing. So I didn't have anyone that was already playing that I could say, okay, she she wears it, this sports hijab, maybe I should get this. Like I had to do everything myself. I had to find, find my own way, if that makes sense. So like in terms of the shorts, I would wear um, underlayers and like leggings under my shorts. I'd wear my long sleeves under my top. And obviously get, stepping on the pitch physically, I look different. So that added a little bit of pressure in a sense that I know if I miss that tackle or I drop the ball or anything like that, people are going to notice me like that black Muslim girl basically fumbled, you know? So I put, I guess I put a bit of pressure on myself. So I always like, especially at university, always try to work hard and play the best I can, I can rugby, I can play and always gave a hundred percent. So that's sort of like the element of looking different. But then I also had sort of like the social aspect where it's like, obviously, like being a Muslim, I, I can't drink alcohol, right? And obviously, oh. you know how rugby is like, it's a cult, <laughs> drink is like the it's center. Part of the culture. Of, it is, yeah. It's yeah. Part of the culture. You know? Exactly. So, being me, a Muslim girl um, within the rugby culture and the drinking. So, at university, obviously, everything's aggravated. Like, drink in, in universities already, like, people go out and get pissed on the night out and stuff. And then to add <laughs> rugby into that was a bit like, whoa. So, <laughs> Um, obviously winning like women of the match and stuff like that because at uni the other team would nominate you know somebody from our team and quite often not to do my own home I would get um, women of the match and uh, obviously have to down a pint 
and I'd like, uh, no. So I'd have to nominate someone else to nominate <laughs> for me. And um, all of those things, yeah, all of those things, and although seem little, it just made me uncomfortable. And like socials as well around university, a lot of it was like alcohol based, going out, um, getting drunk, and I didn't want to be in that environment. And I just thought, why would I? go out and all my teammates are getting drunk and I'm just sitting there like a lemon it just didn't make sense to me so I used to just avoid socials like I used to just avoid them and that kind of makes me a bit upset because like obviously when a team bonds a lot off the pitch it translates to like good play on the pitch because you you know you bond in and there's a lot of things that you can the experiences off the pitch really do make the team on the pitch a lot of the time. And you can see like the way, you know, you you read each other well, the way you handle the ball, the way you know that this person's going to be here at the right time. So all of that, I sort of, I feel like I missed a little bit out on and, you know, I'll turn up to a game and they'll be talking about what happened last night. I'm like, well, I wasn't there. So I know, I don't know anything about what you're talking about. But um, yeah, uni was great. Like I would actually say, looking back, my university rugby was probably the the best rugby memories to date if I'm honest I absolutely had an like amazing time really great bunch of girls um that I still talk to now every now and again and yeah it was just amazing like we got to and what I think what was the icing the cake for me like at uni the last year that I was there we won the Bucks championship and got to play at Allianz Park and it was just amazing it was just it was great Brilliant. Brilliant. It's a tough competition. That's brilliant to win. <laughs> I haven't asked. What position do you play? Um, so at the moment I play number eight. Okay. Back row. Yeah, I could have flank flank and number eight as well. And like anywhere in the back row, basically. And then but to be fair, I started off as a wing, as you do. Like as you do, Ealing, everyone was, does. Yeah. I was playing wing at you at Ealing. And then um when I started to get the doors get you know get around because I used to do things like run opposite direction ruck <laughs> on the wrong side like I, when I started playing rugby I had no idea what I was doing like it's well, so every, bad like everybody else we've all yeah, been exactly. there <laughs> when I look back it was quite funny <laughs> but um the only thing I knew I could do was run like I was, I was quite quick um in the beginning and so anyway so side off as a wing then when I went to university uh, I was in centre so outside centre was my main like number 13 was like my main position um, absolutely loved it at number 13 got to do all the look fancy and do all these dummies and switches and stuff which I loved <laughs> um obviously having kids and stuff like I never quite because I was having back-to-back children like I said I've got like three under five I never really got a chance to get really fit and then I'll be pregnant again basically so I, I couldn't keep up with the backs as much as I did so at Millwall um I made a decision to to try back row and literally is the best I can't believe I, I didn't play back row throughout the whole I absolutely love it like you get a bit of that forward action you do a bit of back move it's it's amazing I just love it absolutely love it is that where the bulldozer came from ah yeah 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 exactly yeah so going back to that so <laughs> bulldozer, um came from so when I was at Millwall we had a I don't know if they still use that move but they'll probably change it anyway. Anyway, so the the move was called bulldozer. So it was a number eight, pick up the uh, back of the scrum and running straight through to the number ten, right? Just absolutely smashing the number ten, and obviously I loved it. And that that move was called bulldozer. So because I was the number eight and I that was my move, that just became my name. 
And I kind of wish I had like an exciting story to tell you about how I smashed somebody <laughs> and that's why I got the name. No, it's just simply that it was just the, the position I played and the move that I did. Um, but I do like it. And I said before, like, I love the name because not in a cocky way, just in a way that like, as my identity being black female Muslim rugby player, I'm essentially like smashing stereotypes because not like, Absolutely. I don't really see much people that look like me and people don't really like, I always get people ask, oh my gosh, you're the first Muslim rugby player I've seen. Like, wow, like everyone's so interested. So I like to, I like the name Bulldozer because like I'm essentially like, it's like a metaphor for what I stand for and what I'm doing. So it's literally bulldozing stereotypes and smashing the stereotypes that people may have about me and, you know, playing rugby. So yeah, I, I think that's why I like the name. <laughs> well definitely yeah. you know uh, I, I I understand are you the only Muslim female rugby player currently playing in England is that right or one of very few I wouldn't so, say the only because actually I thought I was the only one if I'm honest Sean I thought I was the only one in the world not not even just UK but because it just seemed ugh, like where are where are people that look like me I don't see anyone but um I'll tell you this since I've been more active on my social media I've, I've a lot of like black Muslim or even just Muslim players have reached out to me like and be like oh my god you play rugby too I'm like yes I'm good. like we just get this <laughs> you know like oh my god like we're just so excited that we sort of found each other randomly um yeah so it's it's, it's great but yeah I'm, I don't think I'm the only one now I'm definitely not the only one but I'll probably say I'm probably the most present if that makes sense on social media so we, there's a, sure. we are a few few like really few if I'm honest I probably know I know about three others like Muslim rugby players black Muslim rugby player I know three others yeah oh yeah so it's a very small group and, uh, and with that um you know you're an inspiration to to those guys as well as many other people um who might want to come and play rugby but who who are the rugby players whether uh, you know, from the BAME community or uh, you know, any, anybody in general, you know, who were the people that you looked up to or still look up to? Mm. I think anybody that really knows me knows that I love my gig. Like, I just love Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. And um, shout out to Maggie, think... just become a mum. Yeah, bless her. Oh my God. And our little RT. Yeah, it's so cute. She's just a legend, living legend, literally. But um, the reason why I say Maggie, um, it's just because, like, from my personal experiences, like I speak about when I was on my rugby journey, especially in the early days, I wasn't sure where I fitted in because I didn't see people that looked like me. I wasn't sure. Like, and looking at elite level, Maggie was just smashing it, doing her thing, you know, representing England. And I thought, Do you know what? Like, she's someone I can relate to and she's doing she's doing bits like she's smashing it if Maggie can play rugby why can't I play rugby you know so exactly you know and there was a time where I was literally about to like leave the sport because I'm like I don't know if like I don't know if I belong here you know and um the fact that Maggie was out here doing she she really helped me pull through and 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 just believe that you know what if she's doing it I can do it too there's no reason for me to leave the sport um which I enjoy, you know? And yeah, so she's a massive inspiration up to today. And um, I, I, 
tell her like she knows that I like her. Like she knows. <laughs> 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 uh, so if you watch this and if you if you're watching this, Maggie, I absolutely adore you, and um, you're just a like, massive inspiration. And yeah, keep doing your thing. And like, I definitely rooting for you to become president of the RFU. Yes, oh, absolutely. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Um. So yeah, and obviously, like in more recent, like Shauna Brown, I think she's an inspiration yeah. as well. Fantastic player, yeah. England. Exactly. I mean, the last game that Wasp and the Harlequins play, she was absolutely smashing it. She was everywhere. Her pick and goes were insane. Like it's just the strength and the like. She's just amazing. So yeah, I definitely look up to her as well. And um, she's she's in terms of like rugby and race and you know being more like racial diverse like we've had conversation I've had conversations with Shauna before when we're both on like the same um page in regards to trying to you know what can be done or what ideas are there out there to try and diversify rugby um and yeah so I've had quite a few conversations even on my Instagram like we've had lives together and stuff and yeah she's she's a good she's a good girl like she's a cool she's a cool one like even off the pitch as well so she um yeah we just sort of bash ideas about and she's definitely I feel like she's also passionate about trying to diversify the sport um which is great so yeah so on trying to diversify the sport you're on the RFU's diversity panel which has just been formed in the last few weeks um what does that entail um who's part of it uh and what are you trying to achieve um, so I'm definitely not on the RFU panel. <laughs> not? However, no. So <laughs> I get that completely wrong. Yeah, I think you did. Oh, I did I read tweet. That you were on it. I did um, retweet um, one of like their report, but I'm definitely not on the panel. Um, but anyway, I, on on that subject. Um, My bad. There I apologise. Like, I'm, I'm no, sure no, I read no, it. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no problem. But on that subject, um, I did read through the report, and I think one of the things that I remember off my head was that um, in rugby union, there's less likely to be um, female of uh, black, um, Asian, ethnic minority, and also from a low socioeconomical background. And I mean, that's just one of the the statements that were in there, and I'm not surprised by that. If I'm honest, it's basically um my lived experience is written down like I it's something that I I'm not I'm not surprised about at all and um I'm, I'm happy that obviously um a lot of the things have been highlighted and obviously they are if you sent out a um, diversity and inclusion survey a couple of weeks back and um, I think it's nice that they're getting their feedback but then it's like what what can they do now and what's going to happen now moving forward I'm really um interested in seeing what action is going to um, come about from the report and um, I, I, like I said I'm going to do everything regardless of whether the RFU have their plan um, I'm going to do whatever I can do to sort of I guess help that and to sort of push diversity within the sport and um, just by like I guess sharing content on my social media and um, talking to people about rugby wherever I go I mean if I'm honest anyone that I speak to I try to recruit them from. if you go to my <laughs> workplace I, I work as a nurse like literally all the nurses at work I'm always like do you want to try rugby like come down to train session try and try it out I'm literally trying to I recruit strangers on the road like I'm like oh she looks like she'd be, good. 
she'll be good in the ruck or something. Like I just go and talk to people at rugby and I feel like that's also part of spreading the um the the game and uh trying to oh the message yeah, raise awareness. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Okay. Uh sorry, I thought you were on it. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me on there, Sean? You should be on there. You should be on there for absolutely. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Studs in the Mud. Mm -hmm. So Studs in the Mud is uh, a project that I founded back in, I always say back, it was basically last year, I launched it last year. But the idea came when I was on maternity leave. I used, I obviously been on maternity leave for quite a bit because I've got three kids. But um, I have this thing where I just think, like I just ideas pop in my in my mind and this is one of them and I like like doing that's how work Philly Roots came about was literally yeah an idea <laughs> and, um yeah I like like helping people and doing charity work I've done quite a few bits in the past and I thought okay what can I do that can that's in line with rugby which is my passion but also help people so then that's where Sajamad sort of was born I guess so it's about using rugby and its values as a tool to make positive change or make a positive impact on on people's lives and especially women and children um at the moment i'm a bit limited to what i can do so a lot of it is about gathering equipment such as balls bibs um any sort of like basic things that you need to play rugby and just shipping it out so i launched it in ghana which is my heritage i'm from ghana and um i went out to ghana i shipped a load of stuff and uh, I went out to the community, to the schools, to watch the kids play. And it was just amazing. The experience was, was, was great. And so beforehand, actually, I got in contact with someone from Ghana Rugby. And uh, we're quite good friends now. And she was showing, I said, I want to help out. I've seen, like, you, you're doing a few projects in Ghana, especially the Getting to Rugby program in Ghana. I want to help out. What can I do to help? And she showed me pictures of, like, the school kids um, playing rugby. Some of them were in barefoot. Some of them were wearing sandals. I mean, to play rugby. And a lot of them, they were playing concrete, like, actual concrete. Absolutely broke my heart. And I'm thinking, like, what can I do to help? So, obviously, shipped over the, the equipment, went there to meet the kids, like, smiles on their faces like when they receive like a brand new pair of like 20 quid like just 20 pound boots but they were just so happy and they're just like the joy on their faces and I'm like do you know what I, I want to do more of this you know I want to make an impact and obviously I'm limited within my scope obviously um it's not a charity it's a project and I'd make yeah. that really clear because I'm not registered right it's just me having a passion for rugby you know setting up a GoFundMe page and seeing what I can do to help people and um people that a lot of people have helped in we've got bonds sevens obviously my bonds rugby club as well has helped um i remember like we did a hertfordshire returners versus current student charity match and a lot of the money that was donated was um given to me to, to fund the project which people have helped me even the girls at mill as well been been of good help um so we had good support from across across um, the clubs in the UK. Um, but what I really want to do now is I want to do a tournament. So sevens tournament in Ghana, get the local teams, the young women, because initially when I went there, a lot of it was to do with the, the children, but now I want to focus on the women. So I want to get like a local, um, get all the local teams together and ask to have like a tournament, sevens tournament. It doesn't have to be anything major, just something for the community and for to sort of empower them to try rugby 
and to just have fun, just, you know, just something to keep the spirits up, you know, uh, in true rugby fashion. So I would like to do that. I was meant to do it this year, but obviously COVID and actually I had a, I had my most recent child as well. So he's 11 months now, but um, hoping next year I can go back out to Ghana and, and launch this tournament and, um, you know, but obviously you need funding for that. So I'm working on trying to get the funds for that, um, but I really want to do it next year. On the equipment side, Sam, Sam, I know you're watching or listening from rugby store. Can you uh, can you help Z out, please? Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You uh, whatever you have, I'm ready to. Yeah, whatever you have, I'm ready um, to collect. Obviously, I'm, I'm I make it very clear that it has to be in good condition or new. I don't want anything that's like that you wouldn't even use yourself. It literally, has to be in top tip condition or brand new. I'm not accepting anything less. Um, Sam, Sam, I hope you're listening. <laughs> yeah so that was one of my projects I've got another project which many people don't know about actually but I I can reveal but oh, yeah, it's, always it. been, it's always been there if I'm honest <laughs> but just people don't know about it and um, know that is called, yeah so it's called uh Muslim Rugby and basically that essentially means Muslim women in rugby and that stems about from my own experiences obviously being Muslim playing playing rugby um the whole things that I talked about, about the, like dressing, wearing the hijab and the, the drinking aspect, like I was feeling a bit isolated if I'm honest. And in the beginning, I didn't know how to sort of navigate myself in regards to those aspects of playing rugby. So I want to, well, trying to create this community of Muslim women within rugby. So they know like if they need any like assistance, like if they're, you know, thinking about what sports hijabs to wear, for example, or, you know, little things like so they know they have a safe space or community within the already amazing rugby community so they can always reach out to us thinking of going to watch each other's games if possible when when obviously we get run running um having little sort of like social dates where we can go out and you know just socialize with each other and and just get to know each other a bit more um and also it would be good for because people have actually asked me like what can we do to help muslim women like if we get a muslim woman coming to our club to for training what can we do to to facilitate that you know to make her feel comfortable in the club and i feel like this project hope hopefully will give clubs that information if you ever get a muslim um yeah, if you ever get a Muslim woman down, come, come to your club and you want to think about what you can do to sort of, you know, make okay. her comfortable or whatnot, then you can just come to us the information. I think I lost you there for a second. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, I've got you. But, <laughs> but it sounds good. It sounds it sounds needed, and uh, yeah, I wish you all the best. And if there's any way that we can help, and just just let us know. Uh, so far, so finally, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. But uh, you were nominated for an award this week uh, in the Times. Uh, please tell us what it is. It's, um, have I gone again? Uh, 
Sorry. Right, let's do that again. We can edit it in post. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so I understand this week you were nominated for uh, an award in the Times. Please tell us a little bit more about that and how people can vote for you and uh, yeah, help you yeah. help you achieve that award. Yeah. So um, one of my teammates, Sarah Bosworth, basically was really sneaky and put in a sort of like a, a brief about me because uh, the Sunday Times were war to like so they were looking for entries and she entered me in without my knowledge and um <laughs> she called me one day and was like oh Z, i've got some really exciting news and i'm like okay fine what is this news sportsman of the year and i was like you did what and so yeah i just think that like, you'd be great for the award you've done so many cool things and i was like you're so sneaky but this is awesome. <laughs> so, so she's like, I didn't tell you before because I didn't want to disappoint you just in case you didn't get it. But you've actually been shortlisted and you're one of four Amazing. people that has been shortlisted for this last week's award. And I was just like, <laughs> I didn't, I was a bit, I didn't really know what to say. And the thing is, Sean, like, like you do things because you love it. You do, like, yeah. I do things like in regards to rugby and whatever um, because I'm passionate about it. And to be, um, recognised for it it's just a bonus like it's yeah. it's not something that I aspire for it's just I mean it's, an, it's a bonus that you know I've, I'm in this position and I'm very very grateful and thankful and so far the the response and the people sharing and the support has been incre absolutely incredible like people texting me um, like big names within the game like saying good luck like it's it's been amazing like I, feel, I do feel like the the rugby community are really getting behind me which I absolutely love and uh my team have just been incredible um sharing you know sharing the uh the link and just being just being really supportive like I couldn't have asked for more from from Barnes if I'm honest absolutely incredible club and I'm so happy that I'm part of the team and part of the club club um absolutely amazing guy they've backed me ever since i, I joined them and they they've they continued to back me in, in whatever I, I do which is amazing yeah absolutely and if uh this is going out this should be going out on the 29th so if it's still open the voting will Ooh. put it in the links and put it in the show yeah. notes and everything mm -hmm. like that so people please yeah. uh please help uh vote and let's get z the award that uh, she thoroughly deserves um so on that high note uh i'm gonna i don't want to take up uh, any more of your time so thank you very much for joining me uh your passion for rugby is uh so infectious and uh i've loved speaking to you for the last you know uh, i wish you all the best and if there's any way we can help with any of the projects and uh help spread the word and i, I would absolutely be honored to so uh thank you all thank for watching you. thank you z thank for, you for joining us uh this will be on youtube shortly uh if it isn't already and it'll be a podcast tomorrow uh at six o'clock in the morning so go and subscribe and leave nice reviews uh thank you everyone thanks for watching thank see you, you later bye. bye cool thank you very much that was brilliant yeah i enjoyed that it's so weird because i've 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 talked about 
all this so many times before, but I feel like every time I talk, there's something a little extra. <laughs> that yeah. just comes no, that, was, that was good though. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for Zainab for joining me tonight. Huge thanks again to Rugby Store for supporting our show. Don't forget to go and order your brand new 2021 British and Irish Lions shirt from rugbystore.co.uk and get 10% off using the promo code FYBPOD. And for more information on Philly Boots, please visit fybrugby.com. Thanks again for checking out our show. I've been Sean Phelan and you've been listening to the Philly Boots Rugby Roundtable.